Dear Universe, what can poetry teach us this week? Hi everyone, and welcome to the very first episode of I Want to Cry When I Poetry, the podcast about healing with poetry and some added, some sprinkled spirituality. So a few things about me. Um, I'm your host, Alex, and uh, it's very nice to meet you. Whoever listens to this very first episode, welcome. Welcome to the party. Uh, I love reading and writing poetry. Um, most of the poems I read in my life were from school, from my English classes, and I don't know, it's just something that has developed over the years, and I realized that I was coming back to throughout my life all the time. And I got into writing poetry a few years ago uh, when I was going through some emotional turmoil, some some spiritual transformation that just kind of incited me to write poems and it was a process that helped me heal from a lot of the negativity and a lot of the circumstantial pressure that I was under um, at that time. Um, a few other things about me is uh, English is not my first language so please pardon or excuse uh, my occasional, if not uh, recurring, misspells, mispronunciations, and miscommunications uh, with some words. I realized that in poetry, this might have some effect, but I also hold the view that uh, poetry is an open art, and that <clears throat> anyone can write and read poetry whichever way they want to. So, there's that. And I don't know, maybe a fun fact is that I love Ben and Jerry's Netflix and Chill ice cream. Uh, I would like to disclaim that Ben and Jerry's is unfortunately not uh, sponsoring this episode or any episodes in the foreseeable future. But hey, there's always space to hope and dream. So the outline of every episode is pretty simplistic, if you have heard it from the teaser trailer. Um, every episode or every week for every episode, I try to pull out a tarot card from uh, my own tarot deck asking the question, dear universe, what can poetry teach us this week? And based on the card that's selected that week, I will try to do a re some research. I'll try to have some insight into the topic of the card and pick a poem based on it. And I want this podcast to be about that one poem that is selected for that one week. Um, another disclaimer is that I don't want this podcast to be predictive. It shouldn't dictate how, how to, to carry out our actions or how to view our world um, based on the cards that are um, selected. I believe that tarot is a very good tool for psychoanalysis. It's a very useful method to see how we as individuals see the world, see, see ourselves and see other people as well. And that's 
the deeper purpose of the podcast is to actually get to know ourselves and get to know each other and get to know what kind of world we're living in. So whatever subject on healing I'm trying to address with the cards and with the poems, it's not supposed to be uh, a medicine, you know, it's not supposed to be a pill that you have to swallow for that week and assume that you're going to be better because of that. Rather, it's a suggestion. It's a it's a hint, it's, a, it's a, a new opinion, hopefully, that you can learn from and that can add on to your worldview. And I want to create that community where we are able to share our wounds, our healing methods, our healing processes, and how poetry and spirituality play into that. So without further ado, I would like to present to you the very first card that I pulled for the very first episode of this podcast. And it is the Hierophant. Hierophant? It's such a complicated word, I'm very sorry. So I will just refer to it as the High Priest. As I've read, it's one of the other names that's given to this card. So the High Priest is all about tradition. It's all about convention. It's all about pre-established processes and ways of doing anything. And in the context of healing, the, the word that really sticks with me when I think about the high priest is ritual. It's, it's ritual in that it's a repetitive action. It's a repetitive pattern that we do in our life that helps us go back to something that feels like a tradition. It, it feels like something that is unmovable, that is so choric to us that it's, it's very rarely able to change. And I'm going to base my poem research on that word, ritual. So let's see what gets us. So here is The Purpose of Ritual by Melissa Broder. When you fled, I disappeared into the abscesses of my brain. We are both impulsive humans, and perhaps my disappearance was premature. To reappear, I had to grow younger. I began consuming images of boys at a very rapid speed, never their bodies, just reflections. I distorted all the mirrors in mucus, oil, and blood. When I say that I consumed, I do not mean that I ate the mirrors, only that I stood beside the boys, doused the glass and incanted. I chanted, you love me, you love me, to three thousand boys, but none said yes. What does it mean to be so sick with one that you create rituals which lead nowhere? Only to be human, I think, less okay than animals. I don't want to be human anymore, so I have covered mirrors and blankets. You returned to me, but never uncovered them. So this was The Purpose of Ritual by Melissa Broder, and I hope you have enjoyed the reading of it. Um, I find that Melissa or Broder has beautifully touched into that part of us that creates rituals. I love the line... What does it mean to be so sick with one that you create rituals which lead nowhere? 
I think that in her poem, Broder tells us that we are creatures that require love. We are creatures that are in search of love. And a lot about healing, a lot about getting hurt in society and with other people is linked with how we are loved and how we give love. It's a, an act of receiving and giving that never really goes quite as we want to. But another thing that I find in her poem is that Broder tells us that we create our own rituals. And I like to think of Aristotle when he says that we humans are social animals that are created by habits. Habits and rituals are something that I find to be very closely connected with each other. Habits are, are some something that are some sort of smaller forms of rituals. And that is something that defines us. We are defined by the little things we do constantly. We are defined by the way we wake up, the thoughts that we allow into our heads, I know, 50 times a day. We, we are defined by those little actions as much as we want to or not. And in the case of Broder, we are talking about rituals that try to serve a purpose. Because whether we want it or not, we are predisposed towards a goal. We cannot live if we don't have a goal. And habits and rituals are just a way to achieve that goal. And rituals that go nowhere is something that I find to be very affirmative of the human condition. Rituals that lead nowhere tell us that we are not sure of where we are going. We are not sure of what we're doing and who we want to be. And that's okay. I think there is a lot of wisdom and a lot of courage in recognizing that we have no idea what we're doing and we have no idea of where we're going, but that through those rituals, through those small actions that we do every day, every week and every month, we are able to find something that's constant, something that feels real. I, I think Melissa is telling us that there are rituals that are not serving our purpose sometimes. In this poem, I think it is not. In this poem, I find that she bases a lot of her own identity, a lot of her own existence on validation from the outside, on validation and response from her environment, which mainly consists of an array of men and boys that she tries to connect with. We, we are constantly defined by our rituals. We are made of the little actions that we fall back into, whether consciously or subconsciously. And that again is okay. What Broder makes note of in this poem is that there are rituals that fail to support us in a healthy way. In her case, it's repetitively going back to other people to try to desperately connect with someone and not being able to do so. It's a very brave act to realize that we are continuing to do toxic rituals.
maybe this will be full circle, but um, I believe that we have to create rituals, those small habits, in order to show love for ourselves. Trying to love other people and trying to create a relationship with other people on the sole basis that we are trying to find love, on the sole purpose that we are trying to make up with some void inside of us that we have no idea how to fill, is toxic. It doesn't serve our own purpose of taking care of ourselves. It's a way to, it's an easy gateway to find something that is in ourselves, but that requires a lot of digging. And I like that about Melissa's poem. It's a very brave conclusion to come to, to realize that to find true love, to be able to heal from all of those degrading experiences and relationships that we've been in, in for so long, it requires us to love ourselves. It requires us to create the purpose, create a direction for ourselves in which we can accept who we are. And from then, apparently, I don't know, but most things are supposed to flow. <laughs> I like the title, The Purpose of Ritual, because it's almost an indication of the first steps we have to do in order to escape that very toxic escapism that is loving other people. That is the creation of rituals. Is to find what you want in life and to start there with small actions, small habits. So I think that should be the first conclusion of this very first episode. Take time for yourself. Don't try to create love based on other people's way of seeing the world because this is your life and you want to live your own life no matter how hard it gets. And maybe just the very first step to do that, maybe the very first step in anything is the smallest step. It's about determining what is the smallest thing we can do now, today, in this very second where you decide to do that thing. What is the first ritual? What is the first habit that you can start with? So everyone, thank you so much for listening to this first episode. Um, I realized that I'm still very beginner and very amateur with this whole podcast thing, but I'm very excited about the future episodes. I'm already trying to work with more of them. Um, but anyway, please let me know what you think of the idea of this podcast, uh, of the content, content of this very first episode. And send me messages, contact me. And the purpose of this podcast is very much to create conversations that help us become better and improve ourselves and to contemplate ourselves because we're human beings with a lot of complexity, but even more amazingness, if I may say so. 
anyway thank you so much for listening to this very first episode and i will see you next sunday be kind <laughs>